G'day punters, welcome to another episode of the Mailbag Podcast. This podcast is supported by and brought to you, couldn't be done without, puntingform.com.au. They are a one-of-a-kind database which lets you get every kind of sectional, chop it up however you want. They've got class benchmarks and overall benchmarks. You can use the class, you can use the overall, you can do whatever you want. You can input your own information that you start to build your own database from which you might gain an edge and be able to bet. Um, it's also supported by betfair.com.au and Mountain Goat Goat Lager. When we drink, we drink goat. Today, we will be looking at the last day of Rose Hill. Thankfully, Rob doesn't have to get five buses and a ferry to get to the races anymore. He's done. We are headed to the championships next week. We will look at Bendigo. We'll touch on four or five races from now. I think there's some really good horses we can get some money out of moving forward. And we'll, we'll, we'll check over in the West, see how Pete's going, touch on a couple of key lead-out races and see what the biggest figure was for the day. Thanks for listening. This summer, four guys who enjoy looking at horses and punting on horses band together to give you mail on horses. Live from their kitchens around Australia, Drew Patchell. Dixon Stones may break my bones, but I'm going to kick you repeatedly in the balls, Gardaki. Pete Anthonis. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Rob Scurry. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And Jack Dickens. I had your sister's boyfriend try and help me up and down the field all afternoon. My legs cut and bleeding. I'm just, I'm not really in the mood for this. This is The Mailbag. Hello and welcome to the Mailbag Podcast. Yet to be properly named, but if you've got any suggestions, let me know. We'll kick off with a brief but solid look at the good races from Bendigo, where the racing was, I'd say, better than people would expect from a two-and-a-half-hour drive outside of uh, the, the the city. Uh, we'll skip race one and skip race two. We'll touch on race three, where if I can just get up the data. Yeah, I've got it already. Prince of Sussex was a moves bet for us at uh, Pakenham. First ever start off, a really good trial. Sort of once he asked it to get let off the bridle, Benny Mellum, it didn't go. Then we when we launched at it at Seymour last week, hemorrhaged, then scratched. Then they opened it up at $15 some joints whilst we were betting on Sandown at on, in the midweek meeting. Now, if you want us to be focusing and turning over money in the midweek meeting, I think Racing Victoria or whoever is responsible needs to stop these markets going up. It's just not fair. It's just it's a distraction and an edge to people that are, people who are betting on your product don't get. It's, it's really, really upsetting me at the moment. Anyway, Princess Sussex, it won like it's a really, really good horse to the eye, didn't it? It really fucking let down. It was, looked like it was... Gonna win a long way out. Look like he let it down, eased it down, crossing the line. Problem is, when you get the data, punningform.com.au, 
There is nothing like putting form. If you haven't got it, you should try it. They've gone 4.2 slow to the 6 for an overall benchmark figure. Now, with putting form, you can get a class benchmark figure or an all benchmark figure. They give you both. You can choose how you want to use it. Benchmark Class benchmarks I use a lot to come out of maidens and come out of like lower grades. An overall benchmark is just a rating against every other horse's run. You can compare and use however the way you, whichever way you want. Once you start using putting form, it starts to make a bit more sense. Um, they've gone 4.2 slow, and they've come home 5.4 slow. Overall, 9.6 slow. It's a horrible time. Prince of Sussex has gone 7.5 slow to the 6 and come home not even quick on the benchmark. If they've gone that slow and the horse has good ability, it'll record like the fastest last six of the meeting. It hasn't. It's up there. It's recorded the, the fourth fastest, but you'd want to sort of – the execution has come home quicker than it from the six. So even the, even though Prince of Sussex was eased down last 200, I still think there's – I think the horse has severe ability, but I reckon we're going to be – I'll be looking to lay it next start because it's going to be severely over bet off, off what it did to the eye. Um, I thought the execution art was c- clearly when they've gone this slow, horribly unsuited, as was uh, stand to attention. Those two rides were just borderline incompetent off that slow tempo. Um, I understand once they settle there, they can't really do much about it, but you've got to be able to count to 10. Um, they've closed huge for the day, um, but as they should off that tempo, they're the two from the race I think can be followed. Race four, incredibly slow, and the horses with the sort of most economical, soft and moment, not, um, runs that aren't losing momentum. They're the horses that have won. Redcore was impressive. RDD2, I think, was quite solid. Belsonics, always solid. RDD2 is one at odds that can sort of, I think, it's a starting to, that's a nice base for this prep. Um, Linda Meech's ride and creativity was pretty solid given the tempo. I think there's a lot of horses here that can go a lot, lot faster. Race five. Now, wow. Wow. Now, it looked like you want to be on pace on Saturday. <laughs> Mystery Love's win was dessert, like, was a lot of merit in that, and they deserve to be, like, on pace suited. These other horses, this is just a disgraceful. This is a barrier trial race five. They've gone 14.2 lengths slow overall figure to the six and come home 8.1 fast. Now, if you go to the Labella Deosa's SP250 or something, real short, Stewards report. Performed below market expectations. Writer Luke Nolan could offer no explanation for the performance and advised when put under pressure, the mayor did not respond to his riding and was disappointing. A post-race veterinary ex- ex- examination revealed no abnormalities. A post-race swab sample was taken. Now, I think maybe the people at punting form, any of these other people who like clocking horses should get in touch with the stewards. There's two other times in La Bella Diosa's life that it has come home from the 600 quicker than it did on Saturday. Previously at Randwick, it came home 12 and a half lengths fast off a four lengths slow to the six. And uh, this time last year, almost at Caulfield, it came home when it won that big race, I reckon that was. Uh, it came home 13.3 lengths fast on Saturday it went 19.4 slow to the six, Luke. 
that's why it didn't respond to your riding. It did. It just did it relative to the other horses who all had a walk as well. It's come home 9.2 fast. It, the horse can't go much quicker than it did coming home. It's return and overall figure of 10.2. It's a horrible figure for the horse. It hasn't gone. The slowest it's gone to the six is 6.3 previously. So it went like some 13, 14 lengths slower. It's, oh, it's horrible. It's really sickening to watch and, the, and scary to see the sort of lack of understanding to, to do with times, which I understand is a different way of looking at racing, but it's a measure that should be, I think, used. Now, that, therefore, this race is going to be really, really tricky to, to like, find winners for going forward. I think Truly Discreet is a horse that can be ridden on pace and should be ridden on pace. Therefore, the ride and the like, lack of intent from Luke Curry gives this horse zero chance of, of doing what it does and can can be forgiven and followed. La Bella Diosu, I've obviously made a case, can be followed. I think Jester Halo is on track to do something. But it's a race where it's pretty hard to pen anything. Now, race seven, really strong race. They've gone 2.4 fast to the six, like an actual horse race, and they've come home 3.8 fast. Record an overall figure of 6.2 fast for, the, for an overall figure, which is a solid number. It's not a huge number, but it's a solid number. Um, Haripur has delivered on what it showed it could or might want to do at, um, at Flemington last start. It looked like every tipster in Australia found it. Well, luckily, we found it too. Um, the race, I thought, set up good. If you you want it to be midfield to, to forward without losing momentum, and there were horses like Mantastic, Furion, um, Zebulon, particularly Zebulon and Mantastic that I think were huge and are the, the horses you really want to follow. Red Altos recorded the fastest last four and two of the day off a gigantic SP, though, and Brent Stanley home deck, few question marks. Um, Odeon, okay. Plain CL, solid. Zebulon and Mantastic, the two that are the two non-winners from the race, I think you can follow. I think there's a lot more to like. There's no reason to get off Harry Poor. It it was solid to strong in condition, nowhere near top. Uh, it, I think it can keep winning. Mantastic's in for a really strong prep. Um, Mahatma Deus, I thought was solid. I think it's a, it's going to be this is going to be a really strong race. There's going to be a lot of winners come through through the race, and then we'll touch quickly on race eight or race nine. I was stoked for everyone who gets who supports our business and buys the um, the podcast membership because I declared Antar, which I haven't declared a horse for a while. I thought it was very poorly ridden and unlucky at Flemington a few starts back. I loved the ride by Jai McNeil. He was positive and strong early. He went he. Despite being strong early, if you look at if you go back and it's very easy to do when you get punningform.com.au and you start to understand how races are set up and horses are set up, it's gone three and a half lengths slower than it went at Flemington. You come home two lengths slower, but it is it, faster and better than most of these horses in this race. So if he's only got to catch one of them, he's sweet. He was beautifully ridden. Really let down. I think his horse is flying. It had really strong condition and can keep winning. Oh, I don't know what that noise was. 
Anyway, um, I really think um, Antar's flying. Simply Invincible is not over the top. It can keep winning. And I think the horse out of the race that didn't win or didn't go like huge to the eye is Guizo, who returned huge and can be followed. That's all we've got for uh, Bendigo. We'll touch on Rose Hill now. Champion. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. And yourself, Jack. I'm all right. I'm not as airborne as you. I'm not at the level yet where I'm allowed to sort of uh, partially dart inside of, of one's house. Um, that's, a, <laughs> that's a sort of uh, yeah, well, goal got- of mine after watching my dad do it for about 35 years. Well, not 35 because I'm only 31, but... I've watched him operate like that, in that sort of fashion for about 20, so I'm, I'm impressed to see that you're already there. Even though you look like 20, you are 40, but still off the, probably on track to catch you to get there when you did. How long have you been doing that for? What's, sorry, how long have I been doing what, sorry? Just like Smoking. the partial inside-out, uh, inside, half-inside, half-inside-out the house. Simo used uh, to have a VB stub in his hand at the same time as well. Look, I, I get the house to myself on Mondays. Uh, misses out, kids are at school, so it, it's it's mainly on a Monday. It used to happen when I didn't go to the track all the time on a Saturday. They go out for a few hours, give me a bit of time uh, in the house. If it's not, you know, I've got a nice big cross breeze here available, so um, you know, as long as I give it half an hour, no one will ever know. Down there in the bra, bro. The bra, yeah, man, we get the sea breeze. It's beautiful. Yeah, bro. Cool. All right. Cool. Rose Hill, it was a very heavy track. Race three, the Talic Stakes, 2,000 metres, group two, Colt and Geldings. How would you see it? Um, Madison County went clearly on top uh, and Cariff. Um, I was really happy to take on uh, Costalot, who was really heavily backed. Um, Angel of Melbourne Truth. Ball. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it wasn't Costalot coming out of Tasmania or something. Yeah. Um, Cosalot's anyway. from Tassie. Then it went to uh, Caulfield where it ran a, a decent race versus the smart horse that we backed as in the movers bet um, for Ma Eustace, which then won again at Mooney Valley and will be headed to the Derby. Um, oh, not, not that. Uh, uh, anyway, the Derby's, the derby's yeah. coming up. Uh, Angel, Angel of Truth, um, you know, n- nicely framed wet track. It kind of got all the favours. At this stage of the day, it was three on pace, lead all the way winners in a row. Um, half kicking myself that, um, you know, the betting suggested that Madison County couldn't win with the way the track was playing. Um, he was inside. Uh, I was kind of happy um, at the 6-800. And then when he, you know, decided to take luck out of the equation and go wide and make his run. He just he just couldn't get through the ground. I didn't. I didn't think he'd get a run up the inside though. In fairness yeah. to the jockey, they've gone two yeah. lengths slow to the six hundred puntingform.com.au to the class. Two lengths slow, and then they've come home almost three lengths faster. Two point nine for the race overall figures, just faster than benchmark. So it's it's going to be hard to catch a leader in that sort of setup. The, the sectionals. 8 to the 6, 12, 36, 6 to the 4, 12, 04, then 12, like 4 to the 2, 12. So that's a hard – that's a perfect front-running ride, that's what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah, yeah. Cor- well, Corey Brown was, was rating him to perfection. Um, Cariff, oh, we had a small play on that at the odds. Um, I think it's 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 some kind of, you know, bet in the derby if it backs up next week. You know, um, oh, that's all we're going to talk about, Robbie. Derby, if these go to it, what do you want to do? 
Oh, look, I think it would follow on Madison County. Um, I just have a look at the field. Uh, I, I think is it is very elegant going there, or one, one, I don't know. Frankly, awesome out out of the vinery is, is heading there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I'd take Madison County over that. Okay, race four, Emancipation Stakes, fifteen hundred metres, Group Two, Phillies and Mess, Punningform.com.au. They've gone six point three lengths fast to the six hundred for the class. They've flown to the to the six hundred. They've mm. come home two point two slow, which is quite respectable off that severe early tempo. To record an overall class benchmark figure, Punningform.com.au, four point one fast. Invincible Gems back. Yeah, you a bit of a shout out to you, Dicko. You you say there could be some money to be made in Invincible Gem, and um, those words were ringing in my ears as I, I think I put on the text "can win," uh, despite it being fourth in the numbers. It looked it looked great. Um, Daisy Doom looked really. We, screwed, we've had screwed. some really strong um, feedback on this podcast so far already, and it's working that I just gently look at this data overlay against what I watched with watching the race with you and how you saw them parade and your insight and combined, we are finding it. Enough fat here to sort of just make even doing the podcast profitable for you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I'm not, I'm not so. Probably this is a conversation for another day, but I'm, I'm not so sure about doing the the, the preview on the train. I, f- I feel a little bit bound to to what I say. Um, you know, like in later in the day, uh, mask of time. You said you said on the show, yada yada, and I, you know, there's another uh, Villiers. You know, I kind of got it in my head that I wanted to take it on. You know, so so maybe um. We can look at that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure. Uh, yeah, we'll look that's at that later on. Anyway, let, let's keep reviewing this. Mm-hmm. She's run huge time, Invincible Gem. How'd she parade? Very well. Um, you know, I, I think Chris Lees and Chris Waller have got a similar kind of – their horses got a similar look about them. You know, they're always – Healthy, present, healthy. Healthy, big in condition, relaxed. Um, like if, and, and, if they were women, they finished their meals – <laughs> Good eaters. Uh, yeah, uh, and strong, and um, happy and healthy, and uh, yeah, she, she paraded really well. Um, Daisy Doom like looked as fit as a trout. Uh, dyslexic, which I thought, kind of thought was a good a good thing of the day. We'd, we'd oh, been following. very surprised. What widen it lead? I don't know. Well, as you said, they just went six point four fast. Um, maybe maybe he was just trying to. Take a sit. Um, Sedans is looking looking good. Where's that going next start? Like if that's down on the limit in the Doncaster or something, I, I'd want to be involved. Uh, okay, I'm not sure, good, good, good areas. I like good that. areas. <laughs> yeah. Anything uh, she, else to follow from this race? Yeah. No. No. Not really. Um, I think. I think Noir. Don't force you know, it. We, don't force it. Oh, we said Noir. I think where's her zest for racing? Um, she's she's run third here, um, but she looks almost too fit for a waller. So some ha- partial, some partial zest, but we think she might be off for food. Is that what we're trying yeah, to say I, here. Yeah, that's what I think we're trying to say. Plus the fact she's totally suited on a heavy ten. You know, if she's she doesn't really... know, so we don't think she knows what she wants. Half the time she's not eating the food, then then all of a sudden she wants to chase the lions. Well, she 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 remembered that she likes running on a heavy track, and this is not so hard. You know, this is more a go. Um, but I, I don't think she's she's up to it anymore. Princess Posh, I sent out on the top. Um, she looked she looked perfect. I, I can't make head and tail of her run. Best I've seen her. She's you know she's been one of our horses. But um, Sedanza, the horse I want to Sedanza, the horse I want to follow out of the race. It's got that. You know, when he's, when a gay waterhouse horse has got condition and it's two runs into a prep, that's a lovely sign. 
And it's good. Yeah, I love I love that. I really do like that. I think it's a good push from a good race. They've gone good time earlier, which means the race should be strong, especially back onto a better deck. Race five, Star Kingdom, 1,200 metres, group three. Esajar, is it completely good or what? Yeah, yeah, I think we have to put it in the bin. I think um, doubt. We already bin it, didn't we? Bin it before it started this prep. Yeah, yeah, we kind of, we kind of did. It was, it, look, it's a horse that won a, you know, it's a lightly framed thing. She was fit as a trout. Like Hawks usually has a bit more condition on her. She, they had her screwed down. They were, they were trying to squeeze one more win, one more three-year-old win for a bloody breeding page. But I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I think. That will be it. Um, found Androsian on top here. Oh, um, spew. Spew. I was in the Bendigo betting ring, which was pumping, I might say. Or definitely not. Don't text me in or tweet me in and abuse me if you're old and you know what a betting ring used to look like. Compared to what a betting <laughs> ring looks like these days, it was pumping. And, geez, we were home here. Were we not? Fuck me. First horse running all day and it pips us on the line. Look, it's um, Siren's Fury, man. Well, they're both in the numbers. We held a little bit on Siren's Fury, but, you know, in my head, I'm saying, how can this thing win? Everything's leading and winning. This is going to definitely get back and come home. Um, Just a 10 out of 10 ride from Tim Clark. Uh, Manuel looked home as well. Androssian looked home. Um, But, yeah, look, I think we can follow Androssian out of the race. He's still got improvement to come. Siren's Fury's going beautifully. You know, if, if that goes back to a mare's race, um, and gets strikes a wet track. She Lawrence should be running well. Fury, they've gone you know moderately. They've gone five point eight fast for the for the class to, to the six. So they've flown. Come home six point nine slow. He's done about benchmark class benchmark. Signs Fury recorded the twelfth fastest last six, eighteenth fastest last four, and ninth fastest last two hundred meters of the entire meeting. Punningform.com.au it can be followed. The race should be solid, I think. And I think those first three that cross the line are all sort of thereabouts. I thought Manuel was ridden upside down, but they have gone quick. So probably a pretty smart ride in the end. Race number six, the Vinery Stakes, 2,000 metres, group one for Philly. So it's probably a group two. <laughs> Melbourne forms. Oh, it's been dominant early in the, the Sydney Autumn Carnival and very elegant. Finally ridden with a little bit of zest last two starts, has delivered. She's run a similar figure to what she produced uh, winning last start. She's gone a little bit slower even. Um, her last three runs have all been really strong performances for Chris Waller. She is lengths better than anything she raced here, in my opinion. And she's still got a lot to learn. I think she's a superstar and can't wait to see her next prep and the prep after. Rob, what are your thoughts? Uh, look, you know, I feel a bit... bit- bit annoyed about this race we, we, we found the first four in the numbers uh people um but i did my balls um very elegant um very elegant paraded much better and i said that in the text um she's far more relaxed i think she she's raced a bit, a bit relaxed. flighty a bit flighty uh, oh, a bit bit towy in the yard yeah. you know settled down you're about to run over 2000 or you know on a wet heavy yeah. track but i think she's suited by a heavy track um I think there's three really good fillies in this race. Um, Pahur Takawa, maybe pay to forgive. That's holding a lot of good condition late in its prep. You know, often, good often late in the prep, you've got to be a bit careful. But she she looks like she's still got more to give this time in. Frankly, um, awesome. 27th fastest last six. 26th fastest last 400 meeting. Oh, Rocket at home with the 17th fastest last two. 
there's a little bit in that. Sure. Um, I might be backing up in the derby. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I think the Phillies are better than the Colts this year. I think, I think we can almost say that, you know, dot, dot .com.au. Dot um, punning form will <laughs> uh, back that up. So, um, you know, she, she might be a bet in, 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 in the uh, derby. Um, you know, she's in the numbers here. But I did think that the Aristia, Nikita Jane, and Very Elegant did look a class above um, her. Um, Nikita, but, what are we doing with her? Is she gone now? Look, I, I, I'm I'm going to keep the faith. You know, this time Will last year. Will she ever beat Very Elegant again? On, on, on a dead to good track, I'm I'll be I'll be loading up on it. You know, I would I'll, I would want more than even money in a match race. Um, but you know, in a match race, dead yeah, track. Um, I, you know, if you, if you gave me two to one, I'd be unloading. Okay, Roberto, anything else you want to mention as we leave Rose Hill and the Emperor? No, no, no. I just, just fucking fingers, toes, everything crossed. Let's just hope I just get a slow to dead track next week at Randwick. The weather looks okay, um, but we said that last week. We're expecting a, a, a slow to, to dead track, and we got, we got a, a bog. So um, fingers crossed, mate. Uh, look, I think people who buy the money are male. There's huge fat in it, and it's not just in the units. I think it's partially in the units. If that, I made a lot of money out of Rose Hill on Saturday. Um, oh, well, well, Roscoe, Roscoe and uh, Joshy, we were betting there in the Bendigo on track. Um, there's plenty of merit in, in like using the information and cross-referencing it with, you know, maybe stuff. maybe some stuff that Pete helps you make. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um, the Mister Seawolf, um, he he did come. There up. was a. I launched it, for example, yeah. Well, I couldn't I couldn't believe how stiff I am on the bloody – I got 12 bucks about it, and uh, I think a few of the subscribers did, but it SP'd 798 or something, Mr. Seawolf. Um, good, good type, good, good result. Well, could have been better. And you know, how, good is, how good is Villiers? We'll finish on that. Oh, class. Just, just – he is a proper group, group one horse, but, um, you know, it's still six lengths off Winks. And um, it beat Big Duke, our old mate. So we can't say too much, can we? We definitely we can't, we can't say too much about that stable. We'll get in trouble. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, and <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, Rob. Bye. All right, mate. Speak in the week. Bye. We're headed west now to talk to our man, Peter Pistol Anthonis. How are you, Pete? I am reasonably okay. Yeah, we're going to touch on three races from Ascot. Races five, which was the biggest figure run all day. It was done by Special Reward. And we're going to touch on races seven and eight, which are the key the key lead-up races to the to the what races again? The, the derbies? The WA Derby. Is that over a shorter distance because it's in Perth or what? It's 2,400. So what's is that that about right? I think it's hundred, think it's 100 meters shorter. Yeah, yeah. Just All right. So attacks. race race five, 1200 meter race, benchmark 64. What have they done here? Puninform.com.au. They have gone 9.1 lens fast overall figure to the six. 9.1 fast. They've come home 1.7 fast overall figure. 
So that's a figure that you can relate across any race you want. They record an overall figure of 10.8 fast. That's a really, really big time, and especially for Perth this time of year, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a big field, but yeah, they didn't hold back. I mean, even on the class, they've gone 9.4 lengths fast to the 600, so Moulton's just absolutely hooning up front. Special Reward did get itself into a nice little slipstream, third defence, but geez, it really pulled them away. I mean, it was a nice trial leading into the event. The money came for it late. Like uh, on the day, it was into about $2.30, $2.40. Jumped $2.48, Betfair starting price. It was just rock solid. And uh, put them to the sword, as Darren McCauley would say. Look, we backed Regal Moon in the same race as a movers bet. Um, I'm not sure Regal Moon would have been anticipating this sort of speed first up, but it's still actually run a fast sort of 400 to 200 section of the race probably just got a little bit tired late but i'd i'd be keen to follow it wherever it goes um just purely on the fact that it just tired in the last 200 so uh for me i'll be following regal moon and the other horse to follow is, is little fish which was just out a little bit wide bit of a schnick early and then got did all its best work going through the line so uh, so are we black booking those two for next start or are we sticking them in there for say three starts three months or six months something like that uh, I'd, I'd be following little fish for the rest of this prep it's doing nothing wrong and that's clearly its personal best and and regal moon i'll, I'll be following next start and the start after no worries all right race number seven over 2,200 metres, listed a three-year-old Colt and Geldings, punningform.com.au, overall figure. Yeah, overall. One length, one length slow to the six, two lengths fast home overall, one length fast. They've gone good early, come home good late. This will be the better race out of the races seven and eight from the data point of view, and that's how I'd just judge it just off that's enough. Uh, is there any other way to look at this from no. the yard? You not, saw? Not really. Regal Power uh, was a, a short enough favourite. Was back from one dollar ninety into a dollar sixty or so, and as dates pointed out, um, quite a while ago, every time you see the money come late for that stable, it does give you the indication that Pike is going to settle it in a more prominent position. That's exactly what happened, and the horse is way too good late. It's hard to see it getting beaten in the Derby going forward in a couple of weeks. Uh, so to, to compare on the punting form uh, data, so race seven, they've gone one length sl- slow to the 600. In race eight, they've gone 8.7 lengths slow to the 600. So 6.7, 7.7 lengths slower in race eight than in race seven to the six. And they still come home 9.9 faster in race seven. So huge difference there, lengths and lengths difference in race seven to race eight. In race eight, they've recorded an overall figure of 7.6 slow. Do you want to do anything with anything in this race? Uh, not particularly. A lot of these horses are untested with any sort of speed in the race. You'd think they're going forward to it at Derby. But if there's any chance of one of those races being more genuinely run, it'll be that one, given it's a full field. But, yeah, this is a, a pretty much a, a very binnable race overall. Um, yeah, they just completely walked early. And as you said, the the late sprint, nothing was particularly impressive. Uh, so it does look pretty difficult to beat Regal Power going to the Derby, although I won't give up on without reason if it draws well. I think it could be probably the best blowout in the WA Derby. And I think a little uh, hashtag data, little point to back up what you're saying there about Regal Power is it's recorded the 17th fastest last 200 of the entire meeting despite that early 
tempo and to spot that trip. So it's going to want and get 25, 2400 easily off that. Yep, I imagine it'll be about a dollar eighty on the day. Okay, horses to follow, sack stables to sack, uh, and then maybe coaches to sack. Up to you. Oh, coaches to sack. Oh, that that's a that's another podcast in itself. Look, we've got the couple coming out of race five. There was also couple of other horses that I'll be keen to follow. One's Settlers Creek coming out of race six. I think that horse has returned in good order. Um, that's probably the, the main other horse I'll be having something on Settlers next. Settlers Creek has recorded the third fastest last 600 of the meeting, the sixth fastest last 400 of the meeting, and then it's got a little bit tired and it's run the 13th fastest last 200, so maybe can improve yep. from the yard. It was first up. Yes, all the data backs up. What Pistol Pete's saying there, guys. That's a good one to follow. Race 6, Settlers Creek. Anything else, mate? No. Thank you. May God bless you, and so may Harry. That's been the mailbag for another week. We've got day one of the championships up in Sydney. I highly recommend you give Rob Scurry a go if you haven't already. Many a mail, a Campbell betting advice. You will get four horses in order, how they parade, why he liked them. If the favourite's on the numbers, he'll tell you why. You'll also get unit betting advice. No one does this. It's an accountable service provided via our app, which also has a chat room. Oh, if you're ever going to get on board in Sydney, the champ, day one of the championships will be the day. Rob will be back home at Ringwick. He might even ride his bike to the races. I'm not sure, Pete. Do you reckon he will? It's close enough. Get some fresh air on the way. Well, he, he doesn't like fresh air, so you learn on the podcast when he's smoking indoors. But anyway, <laughs> Scurry's there, day one of the championships. I'll be back at Caulfield. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy not having to drive for five hours, although I do appreciate the company and the and the driving of Roscoe. Thank you very much, Ross. That was a very enjoyable trip to Bendigo, but I'm very excited to just be, just be casually going to Caulfield to a decent, close metropolitan track we'll be at sandown on wednesday and i will be at cranbourne on friday night but i won't be providing many up mail but if you're there come say good day bye bye